0: we just continue to try and find the yes paths for our kids. And we found that with Easter Seals and all these other resources and with family, but also just with the mindset of, you know, if it doesn't exist, you make it exist. Mm -hmm. And for us, we've had to see that head on with our young girls. Our oldest, she's autistic, and our youngest is neurotypically developing. Now where we are in the last year and a half, they've created their own little business called Pretendly. Our our kids really like art. They like music and everything, but they're very much their own little people. They're not like just us. They are themselves. And especially our oldest, she has um, a mindset of, like she really has an intent to make sure that she's giving things to people. They realize, oh wow, when she makes something from the heart, she spends all this time on it or even whips up something really quickly. That's beautiful. She wants someone to have it. So we noticed she had this kind of spark of generosity that we just never wanted to iron out of her. So we played with the idea, well, maybe you could sell your art online someday when you're, you know, grown up. Like, yeah, that'd be fun. Well, fast forward, you know, we find all these yes paths, we have this great team, you know, as accepting as people can be, um, neurodiversity is one of those things too, where this is maybe a controversial view, but it's the way we look at disability or neurotypes can sometimes be treated in a way that, um, it's one of the last forms of segregation that's like widely accepted, where you see this separateness. And with us at Easter Seals, we always felt this with, it always felt very integrated. We always felt like they're walking alongside us, with Mm -hmm. us. And we realized, okay, our kids are going to have this sense of rejection from time to time, but this time they weren't bouncing back to their chipper, happy selves like they normally do. And we recognized that and we thought, okay, You know what we say, if it doesn't exist, you make it exist. So we're going to make understanding exist. Instead of feeling this loss, we had to try to find the gain. And so every week when they kind of felt bummed out we weren't doing this other thing, I said, nope, we're not going to – we can visit sadness, but we're not going to live there. We're going to – let's do this thing you want to do. And they said, okay. And so that's when the balls started rolling. Well, what will we call it? Well, Willa always used to – ask us to play pretendly with her um, because she would just kind of adverbify everything, Mm -hmm. put the L-Y on all the words. It was really cute. We never corrected it because it was too cute. I'm glad we didn't. Mm -hmm. She wanted to name it pretendly. And I'm like, oh, that's a cute name for an art shop. And so it just, the ball came rolling, you know, and We were doing it just for ourselves and for our kids to help them bounce back. And that was the thing that kind of gave them their spark back, which they had never lost before. Mm -hmm. But this was the thing that, okay, now we're we're jazzed back up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you mentioned a little bit about how Pretendly sort of gave your children the spark back. Could you elaborate a little bit more on that? I guess. What do you think Pretendly is providing them that was perhaps um, maybe missing or just a little bit muted before?
0: they like doing art. I mean, it's super simple in that way. And it's an incredibly regulating activity, especially for our oldest, um, who, you know, she's autistic. And this is kind of her preferred activity. And it regulates her, but it, it gave them kind of this ownership. And, you know, they saw mommy and daddy had kind of our own business and things. So, like we had business cards and whatnot, and one day they saw us making those. And you don't know what your children see, but they saw us making our business cards and said, well, what about our business cards? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they helped with the color choice, so they did these hot pink business cards with a little bit of, you know, Willis art on it and – but it doesn't have their names on it or anything. But it's just something that when we have events and things, I mean, they like to have those on them. And they'll give them to people. But um, it's definitely – it It goes with the mindset and kind of this tagline that we have of spread the friendly with pretendly. Because even if we didn't have that tagline, they'd still be doing it. They'd still be giving people things. And now they have little business cards they give people. And mm-hmm. that kind of will get seen places. We were able to um, kind of have little connections with other organizations and things that kind of saw the story and realized, you know, the way that we – view neurodiversity, it it just needs, there needs to be more education about it and not in a separate way, not just in, you know, this is a month of awareness or acceptance even, just the two things that we can't control in life are where we're from and how we're formed. If we were to assess everyone in a room, we'd probably all have maybe different types of diagnoses and maybe we just don't know. And it shouldn't be a big deal. It shouldn't be, oh, you're different. It's just, we literally all are different. And so let's just show what we can do Mm -hmm. without that feeling like it's limiting us in any way
1: throughout this experience of having Pretendly, what is it like for you and your husband to, I guess, watch them
0: create in this way? I mean, we work for our kids <laughs> you know? Um, it's fun to get to see them do something they like to do, and it doesn't feel like work or anything. And they get to have a stake in it. We ask them, do you want us to put this on there? Do you want it on this kind of item? Mm-hmm. That, that, you know, this, that, and the other. But I mean, it fills your cup to be able to see your kids do something that they like to do. Mm-hmm. And But we also know they're so young and what they like, could change over the years. We know that even having this little business of theirs, the mission of that can change over the years. And you know, we're curious how the girls will want to see it grow because it'll be kind of their thing. You know, we're kind of doing the grown-up work now, and then if they want to absorb that as they're older, what they hope for it to become. I could see it being something where it grows a community of other folks of you know all ages, of uh, neurodivergent and not, into kind of an integrated creative collaborative. Type community,
1: yeah, and I guess on that note, you know, kind of overall, what are you hoping that you know, pretendly and and the work that your daughters are doing, you know, kind of teaches the community. What do you hope that they take away from this?
0: I, I feel like a, a lot of things all at once right now, because I, I I'm thinking from my mommy brain of I know how far we have come mm-hmm. from when she was in that hospital room to now she's handing out business cards to people and now <laughs> we're here, you know, giving a little interview and and things like that where it's it's a real thing. Um, I want people to realize that it, it doesn't have to all be despair. And the same thing that we tell our kids, you know, you can feel any emotion, and but you don't have to live in the despair all the time. You can try to start little by little to offer yourself that yes path, mm-hmm. just sweeping things out of the way until you find that yes path. And it's muddy and dirty, but you can clear the way. So we're hoping that people will see that light. Um, that they'll see it through our kids' friendly little faces um, to spread the friendly. Um, but, you know, we, we hope that people will you know, go to their website if they want to support that way, see us in the community if you want to support that way, if they're friends who we should say hello to to message us and let us know. With our daughter, when she started all these therapies, we were really careful. We didn't want it to be something where it changed who she was because we didn't think that she should have to change everything about her if it's regulating her and if it's something that's a part of who she is. It sounds lofty. I want to change the world. But really, it's that mindset of, you know, we want people to be able to see who she really is and how we can accept each other. Because there's a lot of accessibility that needs to be seen across the board. Not just neurodiversity, but equity and accessibility for all types of things. Because it's not a scary thing for us to all be different.